Hello, this is Open Ended, a podcast where truly no topics are off limits, and I'm your host, Callie Wiesner. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. everyone it's Callie um I'm back after three weeks I know it's been such a long time since I've been a new episode I'm so sorry about that I know I've been super super inconsistent with my like upload schedule in the past couple of months but I'm gonna try to get back into it it's just been stressful these past this past fall and then I've just been experiencing a lot of burnout recently and I'm not obviously here to complain like I really have nothing to complain about but I guess that's a good segue into um, today's episode is all going to be about burnout because for me at least I'm experiencing a ton, a ton, a ton of burnout right now and I just kind of want to talk about that and for me explain why it happens and why it's happened in the past and kind of how I cope with burnout and how I don't cope with it because I think in a lot of ways a lot of dealing with burnout is just not coping with it initially and kind of it's just really hard to cope with burnout so I hope this episode can be a little helpful or if you just want to try to relate to somebody that or if you want to try to relate to some of the things I'm talking about about burnout today then please continue listening um so yeah I guess I'll start with some of a background um I've been experiencing a ton of experiencing a ton a ton a ton of burnout recently and I didn't fully know that I was experiencing burnout first I burnout at first I thought I just was like really depressed and I was kind of in almost like a depressive episode which obviously yes that's happened to me before and I know what that looks like but for me at least I've been super 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 unmotivated to do any type of work none of it has been interesting to me I've been kind of more pessimistic when it comes to school and kind of the academic part not really the social part but I've just kind of been like not in it fully and not immersed in and I've just been feeling tired and not feeling good about the work that I'm doing really being hard on myself in a lot of ways for being like I want to get better and I try to keep being better but all the things I'm doing it's like am I working hard enough for it or like am I just so burnt out and overwhelmed in a way that I just can't bring myself to do it anymore I think it's a lot of just questioning myself and being like am I working hard enough Because in a lot of ways I think I am, but in a lot of ways more so I think I'm not. I think for me at least I'm really critical of myself and um, I think how I deal with that in a lot of ways is kind of critiquing how hard I work in my work, work ethic. And I think in a lot of times my work ethic is okay. It's not great. It's not incredible but it's pretty good. Um, I mostly am just getting the work done to get it done, not really to learn. Um, I think that that definitely is where burnout kind of comes in because at least for me, I've, it's been really, really hard to find anything remotely interesting about what I'm learning. Maybe there's like one class throughout the day that like, I'm really interested in what I'm learning or like what the actual, what the teacher's actually talking about, but all the other ones, I'm just not in it and I'm just not interested and I'm just sitting there just doing the work to do the work to get it done. And I think for a lot of people 
that's how we kind of push through burnout is kind of being like, hey, I know I'm going to be interested again, just pushing through it, kind of muscling through not wanting to do stuff. But I think that comes back to bite you in the ass later. Um, pardon my language, but it comes back to it comes back to bite you later because I think when you continue to not acknowledge burnout, it just comes back each time stronger and stronger because at least from where I'm at, it builds. I had, I struggled a little bit with burnout this year. I didn't really deal with it. I kind of just waited until I was on summer break, then just didn't really do school. And even then I did a couple of classes and I kind of just did them to do them. I did kind of the same thing and I was still a little bit burnt out. Um, I didn't fully give myself a break and a time to just recharge and actually like go away from the work. And I think for me, it's really hard for me to take actually like productive rest. And for me, that means completely checking out of the work that I'm doing and just not being on my phone, not even thinking about the work that I'm doing, because I think for a lot of us, we think we're resting, but we're not actually resting and resting can obviously mean a lot of different things. It can, doesn't necessarily mean like naps and sleep and kind of not going anywhere it can kind of mean just like okay I'm gonna just go to the beach I'm gonna be out in nature I'm gonna read a book that I haven't read in a really long time or watch a movie or watch a show it's that type of thing and for me even when I'm doing all those things I'm still thinking about all the things I have to do later or the next day or the next month or the next year I'm constantly thinking what I have to do next and that's I think is a lot of my downfall when it comes to burnout is just thinking what I have to do next and worrying about it and focusing in on it in a way that for me isn't really healthy because I'm not really giving myself a break to where I can become excited about it again and I think for a lot of us that happens too where we just don't know how to cope with burnout through rest because I think for me that's a lot of how I deal with burnout is through rest um and let me backtrack a little bit because I feel like didn't explain that super well and I went through kind of fast but I think for a lot of us, burnout comes through as being not motivated, not being interested in school, and being kind of depressed in a lot of ways. Um, it, I think, can disrupt our emotional regulation. It can just, it impacts, I think, our quality of life. And for a lot of us, I think we like to think we don't have burnout. It's just we're dealing with our mental health or we're just we're just going through life and kind of going through the emotions and we don't actually realize that that's not super normal to not be interested in something that you were interested in for a while um I think what's really interesting to note is that I think in a lot of ways we all can confuse burnout and depression because they are so 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 similar but in a lot of ways I think burnout is just with work just concerned with the work that you're doing whether you're in school or you're actually you actually have a job and then depression is just overall and I think for a lot of us that experience burnout we can tend to experience depression at the same time or we can those of us that are more depressed it's easier for us to experience burnout if that kind of makes sense but I think too there's a lot of just there's burnout is such a mental like issue it deals with your mental health so so much that what's also not talked about in the terms of burnout is anxiety too we completely forget that burnout can also make us anxious too because 
we're not doing the work that we know we're supposed to be doing. And that makes us anxious because we keep putting it off and we keep procrastinating on. And we keep doing the, these things that just we know we shouldn't be doing because it's impacting how we can do our work, but we do them anyway. And doing them makes us anxious and it makes us not be able to complete our work. Um, and just there's so many... I guess what I'm trying to say is there are so many aspects of your mental health that are just connected to burnout that it's hard to under, to differentiate between is it burnout or is just I'm experiencing kind of a low in my mental health. And for a lot of us to be able to get better and to try to improve our own burnout and make it less of an issue is dealing with the mental health impacts of it first. Because I think for a lot of us, burnout is something that we can never fully deal with just strictly by itself if that makes sense um because it just it's so because our work for a lot of us becomes our life it becomes something we're doing 80 percent 90 percent of the day all we're doing is work 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 and all we're doing is trying to be productive and when we do that for years and years and years I think we can tend to lose interest in our work that we're doing I truly do and I know that that's not the most controversial statement, but when we're doing the same thing and we constantly have these expectations for ourselves and we basically have a laundry list of a to-do list every single day, with it's just never-ending. And I think that makes us overwhelmed when we have to do the same thing every day and we have the same to-do list, the same length of to-do list, and we just keep trying to complete it, complete it, complete it, but it just never stops. Um, I saw this really interesting TikTok the other day where it was like I've I just I just have to get through this month and then I won't be as stressed or or I think it was this guy was like okay it always comes where I have to get through this week and then I won't be distressed but then the next week is just as stressful and I think it's really true I mean I probably didn't explain that too well but it's basically the premise of okay I just need to get through this week this really stressful week and then I'll be fine in that I don't think it ever stops. I think it's always going to be a stressful week. And that's where we need to be able to handle that stress without getting burnt out. And I think for a lot of us, it is very difficult when we are constantly working. Um, and that totally gets into like the work-life balance and kind of being, being able to find the fun in your work again and just maybe romanticizing a little bit. And I know I've talked about those things, but when it comes to burnout, I don't think it's something you can just push through. I mean, obviously, we're all going to experience it and we're all going to have it, but making sure it's not as prevalent, I think, is truly the key. Um, and for me, I think what has really helped, and I'm just trying to figure this out myself, is stepping away, not being on my phone sometimes, because I think for me, being on technology is kind of mind-numbing, which gives me more freedom to think about what I need to do or it's constantly in the back of my mind. Um because I think of it as um, if I'm, it's if, if it's in the forefront of my mind and I'm doing while I'm resting or doing something, um, that is I consider rest, but I'm not actually resting. That makes me more depressed. But if I'm doing something and it's in the back of my mind, and I'm thinking about it subconsciously, then that makes me anxious. That's I feel like kind of how my brain works. And for me, kind of how I deal with that is engaging my mind in a way that doesn't make me think about the work that I'm doing and kind of trying to get into that flow state as much as possible. I know I haven't talked about that that much, but that's 
But the flow state is essentially when you're so focused on your work, an hour can go by super quick or two hours can go by super quickly and you're just in it, you're in the flow. Um, And I try to get into that and it's really, really hard, especially when you're burnt out or you even are struggling with your mental health or if you have ADHD, ADD, stuff like that. It can make the flow state incredibly difficult to reach. Um, And I think for a lot of us, kind of getting into that flow state is what will help us deal with burnout a lot. Because I think the more we can experience flow, the more we can kind of find the joy in just being completely focused in on our work. But when we're burnt out, it's so, so hard to focus. Um, So I'll get into some solutions, I guess. So I know I just shared one, but and I was getting to kind of um, saying what my solutions are, but I did not do that that well. So I'm sorry about that. Um, but for me, what has really helped is just, again, getting away from the phone, doing something that, um, really just focus, allows me to focus. So for me, that's going on a walk or reading a new book or potentially watching a show or movie that I'm just really, um, engrossed in or something that like I can just do. Um, or sometimes this isn't the most, not productive but best thing but sometimes shopping does help um or even like buying flowers for yourself like just the act of picking something out um exercise I think really helps too I found that whenever I I exercise or just I'm on a team it definitely helps because I'm only thinking about that and I'm not thinking about work at all and I think that's why student athletes tend to their mental health tends to be a little bit better is because they have that time for one to five hours each day from that span of time where they're just not thinking about the work that they have to do and they're just thinking about their sport and think so I think for a lot of us we need to think of our of exercise as a sport for us well where we're not necessarily competing but we're just thinking about ways different ways that our body can move and different ways that our body can improve not our, our mind and our learning I think it that also improves your mood too um because burnout is such it's a complex thing, but with a simple answer, if that makes sense, because it affects us all differently. And I think finding out the way that helps us the most is what's going to bring us the most success. Um, journaling, I found, is really helpful, too. Not necessarily for burnout, but kind of getting out all those thoughts on the page so we don't have to think about them. And that has been a huge stress reliever for me. But again, it's finding time to spend, put away 20, 30 minutes on doing a journal response um because for me at least I'm before I go to bed I'm exhausted and I don't want to necessarily write for a really um, long span of time but um yeah those are just a couple that I currently try to use I mean 99% of the time I will not use them but that 1% when I do it's a great thing and it really helps me kind of not become more burnt out because it kind of allows me to shift my focus and I think when you can shift your focus away to something that's consuming you and kind of eating away at you is super important um and again it affects us all differently I think also just spending time with people and spending time with friends helps us be less out less burnt out too because when we are alone and isolated from others um that makes it a lot harder to not be in our space constantly thinking about work um I also think too just in the way we do our work also helps us become less burnt out I think for a lot of us if we tend to do our schoolwork on our bed that can make us more burnt out because we never feel like we can really rest because we're doing um our schoolwork on our bed all the time 
And I'm guilty of this. I do 90% of my schoolwork on my bed, but that 1%, again, or the 10% of that time, it just is really nice to kind of have that one spot where I can be productive. And I think, for me, at least the reason why I'm on my bed more is because it's more comforting because my desk is more daunting and it's where I get my work done, but it's not... I've tried to make it an inviting as place as possible, but it just reminds me of all the work I have to do and it makes me feel more overwhelmed. So for me, I think I just need to kind of push myself to kind of use that desk as much as possible to kind of help divide. Because my desk is also in my room too. So I don't have a solid space between work and just like relaxation. So I think that's why just kind of getting out of your room or getting out of your space is really helpful. And just being out in the world is just, it just helps. Um, Also, if you have enough, if you have a hobby, maybe that could also be a more can you less burnt out? You know, a lot of us that's reading or cooking or baking, stuff like that. Um, I also find sometimes stretching or yoga to be really um, meditative and cathartic. Um, I really like, I have this like acupressure mat that I don't use that much, but when I do use it, it just, it hurts a little bit because it basically spikes that you're putting into your skin because um, it's, it's like plastic spikes in the mat. Anyway, it really... It hurts in the moment, but it allows you to focus on that one thing. And when you put on some nice music and then once you take your back off the spikes, it's a weird sensation. It's definitely like there's a a release from it, which I didn't expect to feel. And I think that that's really um, interesting to note how you wouldn't think that it's necessarily something that would actually help you. But when it does, you're like, oh this may be a new thing that I can do. And granted, I don't use it that much, but when I do, again, I love it. Um, that just reminded me that I should use it more. Um, so those are a couple like things, obviously I currently do to like combat burnout because I think in a lot of ways, burnout is a battle. We're battling against ourselves internally to make ourselves feel better while our brain is constantly telling us, no, I want to make you feel worse. And it's so weird to little side note, why our brain makes us feel worse. And I think, you know, in a way our brain wants us to do worse because it wants us to keep us comfortable and it wants us to keep us in those thought patterns and, and keep us from, um, intellectual growth. But I think in a lot of ways, when we go past that growth is possible, but also it isn't. I think for a lot of us, we think of the idea of the tortured artist, but I think that applies to academics as well the tortured academic um because I think in a lot of ways the smartest people that you know are the most tortured or deal with the most inner demons and struggles because they know how to combat them they just are so bogged down in all the issues and the problems and the details and the work that they have to do um whereas people that may not be as smart are not bogged down in as many details and it's kind of like the ignorance is bliss. Um, I maybe that's just something to think about, but I just think that that's interesting. Um, but yeah, burnout is, it affects so many of us. And for me, at least it's something that I've been struggling with a lot recently. And it's really hard to kind of combat it because at least for me, I don't really know how to combat it fully. I don't know how to fully feel less burnt out. Because I haven't consistently put in, used the skills that I know I have to combat it and to lessen it. 
but I think just by talking about it, I just feel a little bit better and more inspired to do that. So I hope that I've helped inspire you, but even it's kind of where my brain is at. And at least for me, I think I've seen a lot of people, especially this year, coming back, or not people, students coming back um, to school from doing online. I feel like there has been a lot more burnout than normal because we are doing more work than we you've been used to for the last year and a half. We've been kind of BSing our way through school, 90% of people. Um, and I think coming back to the real school environment where the workload is 10, 20 times harder and a lot more, um, we just get more overwhelmed and we have so, so much to do and not enough time to do it. It's really hard. And for a lot of us, the last 18 months not being in school, for the majority of people, at least in California, or students in California, um, we've definitely been able to avoid all those emotions and feelings that come up with being in school and kind of being challenged a lot when we feel like we can't be challenged any further. And we constantly have to be rethinking the way we think about things and learning new things and having all that, just that information in your brain at one time and not kind of being able to rely on notes you take or study guides or not really learning the content, but just kind of having it all written down is a lot and trying to remember all those things. It's kind of difficult to build back up those skills again when we haven't been using them. Um, And a lot of that too, there's definitely an emotional aspect of school. I think when we're not, when we don't get something, we can tend to either shut down or get really sad about it. And for a lot of us, I think we're really critical if we can't, of ourselves, if we can't figure something out the way that we should or as quickly as we think we should. Um, And that can make us feel sad. It can make us feel disappointed in ourselves and make us feel less smart and affect our self-esteem and our self-worth. But, and we tend to forget, like, if we keep working out something and then get it, we can feel really, really good. And we don't really understand delayed gratification because we haven't been using that skill in a really long time. And not to even mention how we have to be at school, learn new things, also see people we maybe don't want to see. There's such an emotional impact and mental impact. Like, and also kids are sleep deprived too. I think all that goes with burnout. We're not nec- we're not just academically burnt out, but we're emotionally burnt out as well. I think that's why and physically too. All we're all different types of burnouts. I think students are because we have to start school really early. For a lot of us, it's seven forty-five or earlier. It's earlier than eight o'clock, um, and we're really tired. We're sleep deprived, so we're physically burnt out because we have to be getting up early and constantly getting less sleep than we need. Um, we're constantly being challenged in the classroom, trying to learn new things, maybe at a pace that isn't one that works for us. So we're constantly trying to figure stuff out and when we can't get it, we get really sad and we're just going to have to keep doing that over and over and over again without getting better. And emotionally, because not only are there emotions dealing in with the learning process, but just with being with people we haven't seen in a really long time or that bullied us or what have you. And I think that's why so many students, when they get home, they take a nap or they're really tired or they rely on caffeine because we're all just so tired and done with being at school and learning and it's not anyone's fault it's just the situation 
the teachers have to teach and then that the administrators have to administrate if you're at a public school then based off what the state standards are and the state standards are there so we can be at a good level and keep improving and have us get smarter as a state in public school and it's all it's nobody's fault really it's just how the system was created and it definitely trickles down to the kids who are burnt out and tired and done by the time if you're one of the kids like myself who have challenged themselves for the last four years of high school to get really good grades and your grades slip you're tired you're done not in the sense that like you're done, you're not getting into college, but in the sense that you're just emotionally, physically, mentally burnt out. You just don't want to do work anymore because you've been doing it for the past four years and it feels like it hasn't paid off at all. Because maybe you get into college, but there's you have to be, do well in college to get a good job. And then what, what do you have? You have to figure out how to balance your social life with your work life when you haven't really been able to have a full social life if you really challenge yourself the amount that you can it's just as a student I can totally see how we all feel like we can't win because there's constantly something else we have to fight whether it's burnout or learning or fighting our own brains for the sake of learning I think it for students it truly doesn't stop and it's not too meant to like be ranty or kind of to off-putting I just think that's how we just the system has impacted us um so how does it change at the student level really it doesn't but at the individual level I think for us is trying to cope with the situation that we're in in the best way possible so if that means telling your teacher hey I'm going to submit the assignment tomorrow because I need to just take a break because I'm really burnt out that's okay if you and if it doesn't become a pattern that's okay because we need to be able to work at a high level, but we need to be able to take time to take breaks and to not just be in the work mode 24 seven. Um, cause I think for a lot of us in school, we don't really feel like we have, we have a break because we're constantly surrounded te- with technology that we could use to complete the work that we need to complete. We can't fully put something down or put it away to just, like physically distance ourselves from the work and I think for a lot of us we combine our work with our pleasure on our technology and we can't fully ever escape our work or our pleasure so we can can't really focus on one thing at a time and divide our work in our life and that's hard and that definitely is hard to deal with when you're burnt out because you don't really know what you should be doing because it's confusing um but Again, as I said earlier in this episode, it's focusing on those coping skills that are so, so important because that's, I think, truly where we can begin to feel better is we focus on figuring out the coping skills we have or we do our research on the coping skills that we need and we figure out the way for us individually to become less burnt out. And like with a lot of things that are difficult and that make us feel bad, it's going to be really hard to to feel better and it's going to be a process of feeling better, but when you feel better, it's going to be, it's going to feel great. Um, it's like when you have depression, you're going to have those dark moments, but those even remotely good moments are euphoric and they make you feel a hundred times better than you have in a long time. And I think that's why the people that have gone through the most hardships or that have been super burnt out are the most happy when it's a happy time because nothing can compare to when you're happy. 
I think in a lot of ways, not just happy, but I guess content and just excited or just have a good feeling is you haven't felt in a long time. So that makes it that much more rewarding to see your hard work kind of take you to something or not to just kind of separate yourself from your hard work and be like, you know what, I've worked really hard on this, but it's time for me to take a break and focus on something that actually makes me happy so I can be even more excited and inspired to start my work up again because I think it's totally dividing or let me backtrack I think if we're the if you're the type of person who loves the schoolwork that you're doing and is really inspired and engrossed in it that's amazing because there are few people that feel that and if but if you aren't it's good to find the good in the work that you're doing to be like you know what it's setting me up for a skill for something else Or just kind of being like, you know what, I have to do it. I have to pay my dues to get to the place that I want to get. And if that means taking breaks, taking actual physical breaks from it to make it better, then I'll have to do that. That's just what I'll have to do. Um, Anyway, that was a lot of ranting towards the end of this episode, but I hope you really enjoyed it. I definitely, I'm happy to be back. I'm definitely going to be on a more consistent upload schedule. Um, Yeah. I'm just happy to be back, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you want to contact me about anything concerning the podcast, the um, Instagram for the podcast is openendedpod, O-P-E-N-E-N-D-E-D-P-O-D, all lowercase, no dots or dashes. Um, so if you have any ideas for new episodes, DM me on there, or if you just have any comments. Um, I don't post that frequently on the Instagram, like, in terms of posts, but in stories, I do it whenever there's a new episode. Um... So yeah, I hope you guys like this new episode and I'll have a new one next week for you guys. I hope you have a new, a nice or a good day, month, week, or year, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay. Bye-bye.